Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Solid start. You know who the fuck it is. You clicked on the podcast. It's episode 23. We're going to talk about the good side of uh, police. I feel like there's been a lot of talk about the bad things police do. So I feel like it's time we talk about the good things that police do because we need not be an echo chamber. And let's all be honest with each other. There are some jobs that police do that are absolutely necessary. Of course. I think this is a good, pragmatic thing for us to do. Okay, fuck off first. Because. All right. (laughs) Because we're going to have to deal with law enforcement. Law enforcement is just part of the society. It's part of the societies we live in. So I think a major way of if we want to see improvement in it, we need to identify... We need to defund it and privatize it. Uh, I privatizing maybe I think defunding may not because I'm coming on the issue of certain aspects of it. You probably need to fund better. Well, they, I'll make the argument. What? I'll make the argument that you could reappropriate some funds, maybe like more than a six-week uh, academy and less MRAPs. That is <laughs> that now. Yeah. That is a far. Woo. That is a far better way to look at it. I think if we're talking about quote unquote defunding, I just think that's a bad. You know, that's a big movement right now. Is defund the police. I feel like they could have worded it better uh, because what it really should be about is prioritizing cops. Should be doing things that we really need cops to do. Okay, and before we get off into a rant, because <laughs> I can already feel like this is getting kind of towards a rant, we're talking about the good things here. We're talking about the good things. No, here. absolutely, and this is a good thing. This is what I'm saying. I, uh, I, Dude, I'm sorry, but I don't see any fucking reform in police that's good right now. So, I did some research a little Thank bit. God. You know, we don't do... This is whole, why we invited you to be a co-host, because you're yeah. the only one that does fucking research. I read articles and stuff. Uh, but I read books that were written in the 30s, so... You know, okay, well, let's <laughs> let's do this first. We'll set the foundation of what do we think is good that we have police for. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think one of the first things I can certainly say is uh, we have people... For whatever reason, marginalized people, weaker people in our society, in our community, that need protection from those that to would do them harm. quote Donald Trump, wrong. How do cops help those people? They respond when that dude has got the shit beat out of him okay. and then try to find the guy. They don't help. Okay, so... Most of the... It is... Refle- most of the time. Not so, all of the time, most of the time. It is reflexive, true, but I mean, that's the nature of crime in a way. You can't persecute or find someone or attack somebody. They're gonna fucking try for something that they may or may that. not do. They're gonna fucking try. Tom Cruise did a movie about this, <laughs> and why we can't do it. My point is, is I mean, help me, Tom Cruise. Crime, yeah, first of all, help me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> but crimes get committed, and someone has to investigate them. Someone has to hunt them down and stuff. And it's not just always going to be this posse situation of murder or violence or something, you know? So, I would take a different perspective on that, and I would say, I don't think cops should be there and for their first job being crime prevention, crime stoppage, crime, you know, anything like that. I think their first job is this. And in my area... I see a lot of cops doing this, and every time I see it, it kind of makes me 
think like that's that's what police officers should be doing. And that is this. If my wife breaks down on the side of the road, there's a fucking cool-ass car that's got some really flashy lights so nobody runs her fucking ass over while she's trying to deal with her stuff. You know what I mean? There's somebody in that car that's maybe capable of helping her out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This That's what I think police are there for, number one, is to serve the community. Like, if your wife has a flat tire, you know, you get this flashy-ass car behind her so nobody runs her ass over, one. Then you get somebody out there who is stronger than she is to help her change the tire on her car. And I see that all the time in, in, with police officers. And I think that's one of the, if not the best things, that is one of the best things that law enforcement does on a daily basis. Because let's face it, they don't investigate murderers every day. No, of course not. And, and so, I 100% agree with that. That's the idea of community policing. Uh, of being a public servant and going out and helping the public with what they need. And I think, or I don't think, I know, that if you invest time into that and you invest time into going into the communities and stuff like that and you focus a lot on community policing, that in itself is a form of crime prevention because uh, you're yeah. establishing relationships. So do you think we would be better served if not necessarily every officer were an elected official, but certainly their higher-ups were elected officials? Would they be more likely to be quote-unquote public servants? Yeah, than... I don't believe in elections. Well, I could say, uh, in a way, yeah, I could definitely say that because I feel, and this is just a feeling I have, I feel like when we get into these major metropolitan areas and stuff like that where they have, like, chief of police and stuff, and maybe this is just also because metropolitan areas, you have more people, more crime, so it's a bit of a different situation. We always talk about them in these instances, but with county sheriffs, I don't hear people talk so much shit about county sheriffs all the time. I don't know, bro. Well, have you heard people talk about our sheriff? Yeah, and I know that he's been reelected, <laughs> no, uh, undisputedly, like eleven times. for a very long time. He's been sheriff for like twenty years, and it's yeah, not even that's, that's people hot. have. I say undisputed, people have ran against him, and they haven't come close. Yeah, you're right. So that is, I know Gizmo doesn't believe in voting in elections, but it is a if reflection. If it's that unanimous, like, and, but that's what right, I'm saying. Well. I feel like it is a good reflection of people like what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, but you're only getting, at most, you're getting 30% of the vote. You know what I mean? Because half the people don't even show up to the ballot. And some of the other people aren't going to vote for him. So you're really not getting a true representation of who wants him there. But that's that's not, that's that's kind of a tangent. We're getting off on the thing. So good things, good things law enforcement does. But yeah, I think community policing is great. I think as mundane as a lot of that stuff is, like helping old ladies or going into places and doing wellness checks or even when you get called to investigate things and there are issues and you're able to go, this is an issue that is better served by me appropriating help for this person. Exactly. Which are things that cops do on a daily basis. Yeah. I think that's all great. And if we had, there's a video that I saw not too long ago. You, know, you always see videos of cops fucking shooting people and everything else. And it's, it's, it's awful most of the time when it happens. In this video, it was awful for a completely different reason. And I genuinely feel bad for this officer. 
I genuinely do, because he was put in a terrible situation, and you can tell that he did not want to do what he had to do. He had no choice. And that there was this guy. <laughs> the video was probably in Florida, but I, I don't really know. But uh, I can't remember if I sent it to the group or not. It was a couple of weeks ago. But it was the cop's body cam footage, and this guy was running at him, and he had a knife in his hand. And the guy, like, the officer drew his gun. He's like, stop, stop, stop. And the guy wouldn't stop. And he was begging. He was literally saying, please stop, please stop, please. He was begging this guy. And he shot him a couple of times. And he, like, you can tell he just, like, you can see his body cam, like, point down. Like, this dude was really disappointed at what this man made him do. And the guy falls to the ground, and he's like, the cop's like, shit, fuck, man, fuck. And he's, he's genuinely distressed about it. And the guy gets up. And this cop is like, no, 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 no. Please, please get back down. Please get down. And he's begging this fucking guy to please stop. And at this point, the guy's not, he's, he's fatally wounded. The, the guy shot him like six times. He's fatally wounded, but he's not, he ain't dead yet. Right. He grabs the other officer, and he has a knife in his hand. He grabs another officer and, like, puts the knife to his throat, and the officer has to shoot him, and he shoots him in the head. That, that fucking, that takes him out right there. And the whole time you could tell this officer that, like, he did not want to do that. That so was the last thing he wanted to do. If he didn't want to shoot him, why didn't he tase him? You can't tase people like that, man. The dude just ate six fucking bullets. The taser does That taser is not going to work. And okay. if you got one shot with that taser, if one of those leads, if both of those leads don't hit him in a good spot, it's not going to work. And I'm going to be honest... If I'm in that situation and you're chasing with me with a knife, if I've got a whole fucking tool belt full of shit I can fend you off with, I'm oh no, I'm, I'm gonna shoot you too. Yeah, no, I'm, getting I'm, that not, I'm not. I'm not arguing that it's to. a bad shoot. But. Yeah, I mean that's and that's that's a lot of the things that I see. And not saying that you don't have a, a point saying that, but a lot of the times people in our community are like, "Oh, you could have tased him. Oh, you could have tased him." Yeah, tasers don't work. You know, most of the time they don't work because. Like what we were saying, if you get if you're wearing baggy pants, mm-hmm. taser may not get you because you have to have both of those leads in your skin for it to work. And if you miss one time, you don't get a chance to reload because they take too long to fucking reload. Right. So you get one shot, and then once you shoot that, if it goes bad, you're you have the time delay of you shooting that taser. You have the time delay of realizing, oh shit, I missed. Now you've got to get rid of that taser. Now you've got to draw your firearm. And go all the way up that um, continuum of force. And then you, you know, stop, stop, the whole thing again. I'm doing what he did. I'm drawing the firearm. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time, I feel like if you draw a firearm, people are like, oh shit, he's going to fucking kill me. I'm going to stop. Yeah, I've always been, and we, we talked about this on our, on our episode that was a lot more critical of law enforcement. And I think this is good. We're doing We're trying to challenge ourselves to look at everything from all perspectives. Uh, Like, cops are going to carry lethal force on them and are going to use lethal force. And I'm okay with that so long as this kind of continuum that we're talking about is being followed and being understood. Uh, Because there are just going to be times when you got no other choice. Yeah. And I think as a... A responsible gun owner, doesn't matter if you're wearing a badge or a fancy shirt or not, as a responsible gun owner, you need to understand a few things, and you need to, one being, if you're carrying a gun, that's not going to stop somebody immediately, just like a taser, just like pepper spray, stuff like that. And to that point, 
if, I don't know if either one of y'all know, I feel like Sage probably knows because he's a fucking encyclopedia, but if cops have one of two choices, either you can carry pepper spray or you can carry a taser, you cannot carry both. I didn't know that. Pepper spray's flammable. <laughs> so if you hit somebody with pepper spray and then you hit them with a taser, you can set them on fucking fire. Really? Yep. It's happened before, and they mandated it nationwide. No police departments can carry pepper uh, pepper spray and a taser. It has to be one or the other. And, of course, pepper spray sucks because if it's windy, it's useless. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever tried to tackle somebody who's covered in pepper spray. That shit sucks. It is not fucking fun. I believe it. You get covered in pepper spray. All your gear gets covered in pepper spray. It's just it's not fucking fun. So... Another positive thing that police do. I not set people on fire. Not set, yeah, not not set people on fire. Well, so you know, except the they ATF. have mandated, and and that's a something that another side point out of that. Police departments do see things and say, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't set people on fire on the side of the street." So they are they're, they're slow to make changes, but they are making changes to make it a little bit better. And I think a lot of what they do is good hearted. Because I'm, I'm a firm believer that nobody, unless you're truly fucking evil, nobody does things with hate in their heart most of the time. And I think to become a cop, you've either got to get bullied in high school, or <laughs> you've, you've really got to actually want to serve your community and do good for your community. Well, I think I mentioned it on, a, on our first episode about cops. Uh, there's plenty of cops that get into it for the right reason. Yes. Yeah. Right? They, they really think they're helping even if they're not yeah and it is there is also to be said this dichotomy between yes cops enforce the law but they don't make laws and i understand that's worse well that's worse i understand that there are certain like there are definitely certain instances where i want a cop to follow their conscience and we talked about that on the last episode but I also understand, as bullshit as traffic laws may be, I understand why a cop has to pull people over and enforce them. I don't think that's necessarily the hill you die on. See, that's, to me, we're, this is about good things. We're not going to go down that. We're, we're not going to talk about that. But, yes, there, to my opinion on that is, so, do I ride the speed limit? Most of the time, yeah. Because it's, I mean, that's it's a pretty good suggestion. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's generally, that's about how fast you want to go. On my bike, most of the time I don't go the speed limit. Most of the time I go over because it's really dangerous for a motorcycle to be riding in traffic. Mm-hmm. It's much better for you to just run 65, 70 miles an hour, get in front of everybody, and then kind of back off of it from there. Because it's dangerous for a motorcycle to be getting passed by people, people getting... It's, it's dangerous. Yeah. So, there, there's a, a bit to that for everything, and I think police officers understand that, that it's, it's yeah. just safer. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. And that's that's another thing, is that's why cops don't really mess with people on motorcycles, is because they understand if you're on a motorcycle and you're not already dead, you're probably a decent driver. You're looking at where you're going, you're, you know, you... Motorcycle drivers are way more observant than really any other drivers on the road because they have to be. Mm -hmm. Because somebody else making a mistake can kill you. So, and a good thing that police officers do, um, like what Sage, like what you were talking about uh, in the opening parts, is 
the I was at this lady's house the other day. I was working on an air conditioner, go figure. And <laughs> so uh, I was talking. We was working on the air conditioner, getting everything cleaned up and whatnot. And uh, I noticed a cop pull up like beside my van on the other side of the road, and I'm like, "Today's the fucking day. We're we're going, boys." But uh, no, he was talking to the neighbor, and I was like, "That's kind of weird." And uh, I kept on doing my thing, and then I was writing out my paperwork in the van, and he walks up to my window, and I'm like, what the fuck do you want? So I rolled down my window, I said, how many officers, what's going on? And he was like, hey man, I was just curious if you saw a black charger pull up in this guy's driveway about 10 minutes ago. I was like, no sir, I hadn't seen one. You know, And I honestly hadn't, I've been working on a fucking air conditioner, you know what I mean? I'm not worried about what's in this dude's driveway. I was like, no sir, I haven't. And he's like, okay, well, I, I appreciate you. I said, yes, sir, you have a safe day. And he went on about his thing. And that right there is one of the positives of law enforcement. If you think about what happened in that situation, that guy, to be fair, to me, it looked like this dude was buying drugs, right? And he got robbed. Because what happened, I listened, I, I kept my window down because I'm listening to what he's telling these officers. This dude came to his house, right? And then when he left, he had this dude's wallet and everything with him. Gizmo's like, officer, saying. I didn't see the car, but I think I know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't no snitch, but this dude buying pot. But either way, so I'm just thinking in the van, I'm like, you know, I, I'm always nice and respectful to everyone, unless you give me a reason not to be. And I was just thinking, like, why in the fuck is this guy asking me about this? And then I thought about, okay, so somebody called this guy. So the homeowner that just got robbed is calling the police. So someone that has clearly nobody else to call can just call this phone number. And I mean, by this time, it was about 30 minutes later, I was done writing all my paperwork. There was a whole ass squad in this dude's front yard. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking wicked. Like, no matter who you are, no matter what's going on, if you need some dudes to come over there and do some bad shit, you gotta call one number. Yeah. And they're going to be there. And they'll be willing to do violence on your behalf. Whether that's good or not, a property crime was committed, and all you got to do is pick up a phone. And there's some dudes that are getting paid to be there to investigate who did it and will get your shit back. Sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. They'll at least help. And I think that's an awesome part of law enforcement. And that is an absolutely necessary part of law enforcement is investigation. Yeah, I agree. The investigative aspect of it is wholly necessary and wholly a role that we do expect law enforcement to do. Whether that is property crime, whether that is physical crime, financial crime, whatever it may be, you want people who are dedicated to the cause of rooting that out and stopping it. Yeah. And I think that's that, that says a lot about law enforcement and that says a lot about our community that I mean it, it doesn't matter and you know we're in the deep south this dude was black he was obviously buying drugs and I mean no shit there was like four or five unmarked cars there was a lot of dudes out there like taking information trying to figure out what was going on and like they were searching the neighborhood trying to find this dude like they they were doing their best to try to find out who stole this dude's shit and I think that's a fucking great aspect of law enforcement like they're they are doing what needs to be done to make this right so this is kind of what i was talking about and kind of what 
Clay was mentioning with the reallocation of funds is we have these positive things that we want police to do. I'm pretty sure we do. sent all of that off air, didn't we? No, no, no. I you, think that was in here. You okay, what about the reallocation, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, reallocation of funds. Not necessarily defunding, but taking the money and making it more effective. Getting more bang for your buck. If you want... And I think I also mentioned this a little bit on the last one, just in passing. If you want police to improve and you want the positive things about police to become more apparent and to get better, you have to approach it from both sides. It needs to work for law enforcement too. So how do we do that? Well, you need to pay cops more, dude. I mean, I, that may not be a very popular stance at the moment, but you have to incentivize a job. It's a job full of conflict. So if you want good people to do a job full of conflict, you got you got to make it worthwhile. And these guys are making, I mean, dirt money. So I would somewhat agree with that, as long as we're looking at we're looking at it as a allocate resources differently type situation, not a I'm going to pay more in my extortion fees at the end of the year just because this dickhead needs a bigger paycheck. No. It right, is, well that, that's I think we like can if I that's said. the case, I think we can get by with a lot less police officers than what we currently have. Of course there needs to be some change in laws in there. There is that caveat. You cannot possibly enforce as many laws that we have with as few police officers as there are. I think that's correct. Uh, mm-hmm. That's evident. There there needs to be reform. And that that's that's why I would say what what you're saying, I look at it kind of kind of top down you know what i mean what what do cops enforce well they enforce laws okay so let's change the laws that way it makes their job a little bit easier cops should not be responding to things like drug crimes they shouldn't be responding to shit like that a paramedic should come out to it like if someone's overdosing if someone's you need to have a better person in place for something like that not a cop no yeah for sure there is a top-down aspect to it of Again, making police respond to things that we truly need police response for and things like drug crimes and like mental health issues and stuff like that probably could be benefited by having like a case manager there or a professional there. And I know some, there are some police departments now that are trying to incorporate that into what they do, sending case managers on to call certain calls with police officers and stuff like that. And I think police officers, like we said earlier, they need to be better trained and they need to they need to have a general understanding that, you know, these these people that were out here, they're regular people. Most people that you're gonna come in contact with, when they come in contact with a police officer, it's probably one of the worst days of their life. So mm-hmm. about the training thing. And they need to understand that. Because we we kinda hinted at it. The last episode, I actually licked it up a little bit when we were talking about, like, European police training versus American police training stuff. I did some digging. So, the average police academy here in the States is anywhere between... and It's like 6 and 12 weeks. It's a little bit more than that. I think it's like... I think it was like 8, 8 to 16. Something of that nature. And that is... It's essentially entirely dependent on what, what state you're in and, and what you're doing. 
there is no, we do not have national police standards in the country. Did some research on places like, Norway's always held up as like this shining example of what policing can be. The people in Norway aren't armed citizens. Uh, again, anytime we're talking about stuff like this, we do have to factor into the account that America is fucking huge. We have a gigantic country. We're a very proud country. They're, Damn right we are. They're just, you know... The best country on the face of the planet. There's get you some. Certain, certain caveats. However, there are a couple of lessons I think we can still learn. And, again, to help incentivize the job more. These countries, not to call them national, they're not national police academies. They are national police universities. Norway and Finland, it's a minimum of three years of training. Jesus Christ. Three years. You leave with a degree in being a cop. And in those three years, they do do a lot of the same things we train here, you know, self-defense, weapons training, defensive driving, what have you, but it's also a lot on psychology, criminology, sociology, how courts work, you know, a lot of mental health stuff, things like this, and all of it's getting drilled into you, not in the course of 8, 12, 16 weeks, what have you, three years of this before we're even going to put you in a car. Finland, I looked at some, because Finland has an armed populace. Not the way that we have it here, but citizens, private citizens in Finland are allowed to own guns. And since they're allowed to own guns, police in Finland also carry service weapons. So in a lot of European countries, for those that don't know, I'm sure most people do, regular, no, beat, regular beat cops do not carry weapons. If a situation arises where there's a shootout <laughs> or or lethal weapons are needed, they have response teams that come with weapons to deal with it. See, I've always heard that like in Britain, if a firearm is needed, they have to go back to the police station. They have to talk to their captain. The captain has to, or whatever the rank structure is over there, I'm sure it's pretty close, but he has to okay it, and then you have to go to your locker, sign out your rifle, or your pistol, because you're not allowed to have a rifle. Sign out your pistol, sign out how many bullets you need, and then go back. So that I'm not sure about, because I feel like even if I'm a Bobby and I'm getting shot at, I don't have time to do any of that, because I'm getting shot at. That's fair. So I think that's they just what send I've people. I would imagine that they would have a, a guy sitting in a chair somewhere that's like, hey man, I'm getting shot at, grab your shit. Yeah, I think they have response teams. But in Finland, cops carry guns. They get into about... 10 shootouts nationally a year. So, again, a little different, but what are the lessons to be learned? And the lessons are more training, academic training, more emphasis on that. But, again, if you were going to do that, and, and also this has the added benefit of you're weeding out a lot of undesirable people, which I'll get into in a second with more stuff that has happened here domestically to improve it. Uh, if I'm going to go through three years of intensive training, you gotta pay me. And see, I think that would be, it, people would be more willing to do this job 
one, if they didn't have to do dumb shit, like enforce some of the stupid laws that we have. Because let's face it, people don't like cops. I know cops that don't like cops. You know what I mean? It's just nobody really likes dealing with law enforcement in this country. But if it was more of a positive thing, and you know police are always trying to put themselves in a positive light. If it was more of a positive thing and they did more of those things that we were talking about earlier, like help the old lady cross the street and not give her a fucking ticket because she was jaywalking, like shit like that, if you would have less shit bags, which I'm sure you're about to get into, if you'd have less shit bags there that just do it just because they want to write a ticket and they want to look good to whoever their higher up is, you would have a much better respect for the profession. And when people respect something, they're willing to pay you more for that service. It's just like, it's Drink again, because it's the same thing with HVAC. Because when, if you have a company that does shitty work, that you always have to call back, you're you're going to call them two or three times, you're like, you know what, fuck that. I'm not I'm not paying them as much. Internet, I have, just so you know, I am now officially playing the game. I have whiskey in my hand, as I will for many episodes to come. And any time we talk about HVAC, I, I do take a little sip. So. It's a good game. Feel free anyway. to play along at home with us. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure, you know... He mentions HVAC. Sage mentions some historical thing. We'll figure out Clay's. You'll we'll get. Clay, we'll get Clay to goes a whole ten minutes without saying a damn word. I'm. I am. I am taking it all in, ready Start to make counterpoints. So if you made it a more respected position because you did things that were commendable and things that were respectable, people would commend you and people would respect you. But you don't get respect from disrespect, and I feel like there's a this. This culture, like thin blue line, there's this culture that police officers are better than regular citizens, and they're not. I, I think that's a big issue. To Monkey go back to talk. issues with police instead of you know the good aspects, the you know it is a job at the end of the day, but so many of them treat it as this like brotherhood that has served under arms that it's just not. You know they now again <laughs> drink again. Because there's, it's the same way in HVAC. And sure, truck drivers are the same way too, yeah. but, you know, me and all my truck driving guys that I work with don't, we don't carry a gun on our hip and, and extort money from you, I guess, is, is well, the end of it. The biggest, I think the biggest differentiation between the two is the fact that law enforcement has the power to royally fucking ruin your life. Yes. With the stroke of a pen. Right. I can do that relatively easily financially but by fucking up something underneath your house or something like that, but cops can do that. But you'll be held accountable easily. for that. Exactly. If cops you go up underneath my house and fuck up the wires and burn the bitch to the ground, I'll sue you and exactly. I'll win. Exactly. You know? And I think that's something that we need to get rid of for police officers is the qualified immunity. And I think that's that, that would help with the respect thing a lot more. And I think that Police officers, yes, they should be respected. I'm not saying that they should. The good ones should be. Well, because they, they do a job that I wouldn't want to fucking do. Sure, but I mean, I they they deserve no more respect than the average human being deserves. You know, unless proven otherwise. I mean, there are certain situations like that police officer we were talking about earlier that was involved in that shooting. I got more respect for him than I do anybody on the street. Fair. You know what I mean? Because he's. What he did was commendable. One, he saved his buddy's fucking life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He genuinely did not want to do that. But you know what? You know what he did do? He did exactly what he had to do when he had to do it. And he did no more. And I think it is very important because it is easy 
to forget, you know, how we have however many, I mean, probably, I think it's safe to say over a million police officers in this country. A lot. Day in, day out, going to calls, doing stuff like that. And you never hear a lot about the good things or the successful things because they don't make the tabloids because they happen every day. Does it make the bad things any less bad, necessarily? Yeah. I'll exactly. also argue I'm not that, saying that you know you don't hear about the good things they do because why would you report on a man who goes and does his job exactly as he is supposed to? Precisely. <laughs> and I'm not saying that that makes it newsworthy. What I'm saying is, is I do think that happens quite a bit, and it is easy to lose sight of that you, no, you're absolutely within right. the media cycle. And then there's another thing that I would like to say to like what you just said, Clay, is, yeah, you don't see when a man goes and does his job precisely as he should, but we'll take it back to, like, well, let's say you. Let's say you fuck up at work. You mm -hmm. wreck the whole fleet. Sure. That's not going to make 12 o'clock news. No. You fucked up your job royally. Right. That's not going to make 12 o'clock news. But if a cop wrecks his police car, you might see that on the news. Right. It is. They are I'm held saying, under a pretty you know, intense microscope, and in some ways, I think that's good. The double-edged sword, because the job they have is so very high risk and stuff that you want to make sure it's being done well. But it does have the double-edged sword of you're under a tight-ass microscope. Yeah, And I think it's a lot of it is being swayed in the wrong direction of people, especially in the liberty community. People just cops are trash, cops are awful and always want to bash cops, and I'm one of them because I genuinely do not like cops because of the reasons that I stated. Generally, they I, most of the time, I get the vibe when I'm talking to a police officer or something like that, like if I've been pulled over, they speak to me like I'm a piece of shit. Yep. Now, I will say that officer that I was talking to with the old buddy that got robbed, the another guy at like I got back in my van and called the office and was waiting on them to send me my next call and uh another officer walked up and asked me again and I told him I said no man I you know I spoke with your I don't know if he's your higher up or whatever but I spoke with the other guy and I told him the same thing I said no man I, I didn't see anything he said oh well, I, I apologize for asking you twice you have a great day I was like no man it's no problem at all you know what I mean that I feel like there's a lot of cops out there that are really respectable, mm -hmm. and they try to do their job as best they can. But I also, the other side of me wants to say the only reason he fucking said that is because he doesn't want to paint his department in a negative light mm -hmm. because of all the negative I'll, shit that's been happening. In the I'll, I'll tell this little story. I've had two speeding tickets in my life. The first one, oh, it's cute. Yeah, first <laughs> one I was coming down a big hill late at night, and. Uh, Cop was sitting in a speed trap, pulled me. Okay, hold on a minute. That, I have a problem with people saying. I do too. What? It's, with the, it's not a speed trap. How the hell is that a speed trap? The speed limit is posted on a fucking reflective sign. There is no trap. He was just sitting there. Yes. He happened to catch you. He was, That's not a trap. A trap would be... Him pulling you over, and there's no posted speed limit sign, and you're going 45 outside of city limits, which is the speed limit, and him saying, no, 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 that's too fast. Okay. That's a speed trap. Allow me to rephrase. He was sitting at the bottom of a very large hill uh, waiting for someone to speed past him so that he could pull them over. That's better. Okay. So he's sitting in a speed trap. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
anyways, he was sitting there and he pulled me and I was hell sixteen at the time. Jesus. Yeah, but uh, I might have been seventeen. No, no hell, because I was. Oh hell. I was eighteen. Oh hell. I was eighteen, and um, he, you know, he wrote me a ticket at full, you know, pretty well full price, but. Price. The entire interaction, yeah, the entire interaction that I had with him was super respectful. You know, he explained his reasons for doing what he did. He gave a decent ass explanation on it, and you know, he he treated me well, and I treated him well. Second speeding ticket I got was Highway Patrol, and that motherfucker thought I was dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, I've been pulled over. The one time I got pulled over by Highway Patrol, it's I that green truck that I used to drive that was loud as. Oh, holy hell. Yeah. I, um, I saw him pull up behind me, and we was going through, like, a, a bridge that had tall sides that were metal. Right. Not metal that were concrete, so I knew it would fucking reverberate, and he had his windows down, because it was, like, spring fall, so it was, like, good weather. I fucking laid it to the floorboard, and as soon as we came out of that thing, he flashed his little ice at me and pulled me over. Never went over the speed limit. I was wearing my seatbelt for once, because I saw him. Um, but either way, he pulls me over. I pull in the gas station. And had my windows down, and I looked at, and this, I was like, I was like 18 and a half, somewhere around in there. And I mean, I've always been this way. I've always been well-educated. I'm not that guy that's like, I know my rights. I actually do. So, he came up to my window, and he did exactly like he was supposed to. He stopped right there behind the fucking door frame, everything else, all that good stuff. And I, so before he could say anything, I looked at him and said, How, uh, good afternoon, officer. Can I ask why you pulled me over? And he looked at me and said, Son, how about you just give me your driver's license and proof of insurance? And I looked at him. I said, I will as soon as you tell me why I'm being pulled over. And he was like, no, you're going to give me your driver's license and proof of insurance. And I said, officer, why am I being pulled over? And he said, I'll tell you why you're being pulled over just as soon as you give me your license and registration proof of insurance. I said, I'm not going to give it to you. Am I being detained? And he said, you're about to be detained. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck it, whatever. I'm not playing this stupid fucking game. So... Pull out my wallet, and yeah, I'm a firm believer, and if you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I'm not wanting to get drug out of this fucking good, truck. Good words to live by. Yeah, i not not wanting to get pulled out of this fucking truck, because I know this guy's going to do it. So I was like, all right, whatever, we'll, we'll play this fucking game. So pulled out my wallet and handed him my insurance registration, all that good stuff, and he goes to walk off. I was like, hold on, hold on, officer, why, why are you pulling me over? He was like, your, uh, your, your tag light's out. I'm like, it's 5.30. What are you fucking talking? And I'm like, he walked away as he was saying that. And I'm like, it's 5.30. What the fuck are you talking? Because I just got off work like 30 minutes before. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I looked over my headlights weren't even on. And I'm like, my tag lights aren't going to be on if my headlights aren't on, you fucking dick. Like, what are you, what the fuck? So he comes back and he's like, here, you just, it's just a fix-it ticket. And I'm like, okay, off. And he just fucking walked off. I'm like. What the fuck was that about? So, of course, my truck's already in park, so I started up and cut the headlights on and walk around right there, and sure as shit, my fucking tag lights are working. So I took that fucking ticket, and I balled it up, or I ripped it up and put it in my fucking pocket while he watched me, because he was still behind my car. And I fucking looked at the tag lights, ripped up the fucking ticket, put it in my pocket, got off, and drove off. But it's just like shit like that. Like, yes, I, I, I did provoke you a little bit with my loud-ass truck, because I'm a redneck, and I'm 18. Like fuck off but, but at the same time you don't have to be a dick dude that's like, true but you always like bad experience and this is just in general not police but bad experiences always stick with you 
worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I had, I mean, I've had plenty of good experiences with officers, too, especially, like, county cops and shit. I was out in a bumfuck Egypt county near us, and uh, I was, <laughs> dude, I was lit. And uh, riding back roads out there, and cop pulled me over, and I had a bunch of beer. I was, like, <laughs> 19, maybe? 18, 19? And uh, he just made me pour out my beer and shit and drive home. I'm like, I'm fucking hammy. All right, whatever. <laughs> Just poured my shit out and went home. So, I mean, there's there's plenty of officers that still do shit like that that'll help you out. And maybe that wasn't the best decision on his part, but, yeah, whatever. So, so, I mean... My my mind always goes back to that uh, fun little time you and I had with DNR up at the lake. Oh, I remember the DNR Do you remember story. what he said? Do you remember when I asked him? I like, don't remember his... anything that. <laughs> Dude, <I laughs> was gone. I asked this guy, I asked one of the officers, I said, so, you know, and I always ask police officers this when I'm in a long encounter with them and it's just kind of relaxed conversation. I always ask because they always have great fucking answers to this question. I always ask them, what is the most interesting time you've ever had at work? And they oh, yeah. always have great fucking things Yeah, man, that's say. like nursing. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I asked this guy, I was like, what is the most interesting thing you've ever seen at work? And he said... You know, it was funny because it actually happened right here. And I'm like, okay, I'm listening. He said, we were we had just pulled the boat up. We were sitting on the dock, and we heard some noises coming from this little beach place right here, the place that me and Clay were at when he was a little toasty. So either how, he's like, they had a couple boats out there. It was Sunday. They was all drinking. There was people having sex in the water, and then people started fighting, so we had to go over there and break it up. And I'm like, that was me. And that officer looked at me and he was like, you son of a bitch, I fucking asked you. I mean, he's, he got pissed. He's like, I fucking asked you if you knew me. You know that was me. And I'm like, bro, I swear to God, I, did. I didn't remember. And he was like, man, come on. He said, that was you. Damn, that was you. Like, yeah, that was me. And uh, he looked at me and he said, you realize the next time I see you, you're going to jail, right? And I was like. I you made quite the back. impression, Gizmo. Yeah. I was like, all right. Like, this son of a bitch again. <laughs> but uh, he did. He actually did see me again when I was on my buddy's boat. We were out there riding around, and he just pulled us over because I can't remember exactly. Somebody had got a purse stolen, and he was seeing if we saw anything. And he pulled us over, and he looked at me. I had my hat down. And he looked at me and said, hey, son, take your hat off. I took my hat off. He said, look at me. I looked at him. He said, he looked at me, and he looked at the guy driving the boat, and he said, you need to quit hanging out with him because you're going to wind up in fucking prison. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at him, I was like, well, thank you, officer. He said, hey, I ain't fucking lying to him. And I was like, you right? At least y'all were on the same page. Yeah, right. But again, talking about how a lot of police are, are in it for the right reasons and, and they're trying to do a good job and stuff, part of the research I was doing into improvements and and. You know, are there departments that have been improvements and stuff? And uh, several times, the police department in Camden, New Jersey, came up. So in about 2013, oh God, it was either 2003 or 2013. I want to say it was 2013. That's only a 10-year difference. I know. I'm sorry. And you, that small. You know what I mean? Yeah. For you, that's... Yeah. Well, we're talking about <laughs> centuries. Yeah. But I believe it was 2013. The department was really jammed up. They were having to deal with corruption sure it wasn't charges. Sixteen, thirteen. I am sure. <laughs> okay. All because New Jersey wasn't a state then. But anyway, eighteen, uh, thirteen. Sorry. They uh, they had a bunch of 
excessive use of force complaints, which some may say, well, departments get those all the time, which is true, but they weren't actually able through investigation to disprove any of them, which is pretty unique. Uh, I love the That was... You sure you don't have a future in sales? Because that was eloquently put. Well, you know, I try to be eloquent. So that was going on. Several other things were going on, and the city dissolved the police department. Now, this is what they did when they dissolved Okay, so like physically dissolved the officers? They took a bunch of battery acid acid and melted them all down. Uh, Did they make toy soldiers out of the plastic? Well, I guess kind of sort of you could say that, because what they ended up doing was, is they got rid of the department, they reopened it, and they let them... Stuck a big old under new management sticker on the front of the building. They rehired the majority of the officers, but the application process did rigorous mental health evaluations, psychological evaluations... It went back and licked at their jackets, and throughout that, they weeded out a lot of the problem cases. Fast forward a couple of years to, I believe it was 2019 that this statue was from. They went from, in 2013, like 37 excessive use of force complaints that they couldn't justify, down to three. Uh, Violent crimes in the city fell drastically as well. They really reformed what they were doing and the idea of what they're doing and then got rid of a lot of their troublemakers and started re- really refocusing on now we have police that are committed to this idea of community policing or committed to this idea of I mean you gotta have people that can just handle conflict well you're gonna get, if you're a cop yeah. you're gonna get into a lot of conflict and you have to be that way Clay and I were hanging out earlier and we were talking to my father the ex-cop a little bit and you know he said policing is a unique profession because it's probably the only profession in the world where every day you're going to go to work and you're going to get into conflict with people. That's fair. And it's very true. And so it takes a very unique person to be able to do that well. And I feel like there are people that can do that well that are already on the force, but there are probably other people that aren't on the force that could make amazing cops. But we got to meet them halfway and give them incentive to want to do the job. So we, you know, it really is an approach from all sides thing because, again, cops are going to be around for a long time. I think a lot of them either do a good job or at least try to go out every day and do a good job. We, uh, the last episode, we talked about how it does also attract some type A personality assholes and some people that got aggression issues and stuff, and certainly that is the case. Uh, I'll and be the first those guys got to be weeded out. I can't be a fucking cop. Yeah, I neither could I. I could not fucking do it. Neither could I. I would go to a situation where a dude has clearly hit his wife, and I'd fucking lose my mind. I would not be able to put that man in handcuffs and let the system do its thing. Takes a special person. That motherfucker is... I mean, he's getting in the back of my car, but he's going to have a fucking black eye. Like, I'm, I'm going to... This dude's not going to do it again, because he's going to be like, that fucking... That cop's going to come back to my house, and he's kicking my fucking ass again. He's probably going to kill me next time. I couldn't fucking do it. Just for that, strictly that reason. I just fucked yeah. that. And that's that's the main reason I think that uh, police yeah. officers get a bad name. Is because yeah. they need to, there needs to be more training and more emphasis on dealing with violent conflict in a non-violent way. And de-escalation. And I, and I think, and, and again, I, 
I think all of that is one of those situations where if you gave cops the offer of that, they would take it. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Nobody, well, I feel like a lot of people don't actually want to be in real fights with people because you want to go home and see your family just as much as the next guy. You don't want to have to wrestle some dude to the ground in front of their wife and kids. I really feel like you don't, nobody really should, should want to do that. So I think it, I think it's a lot of we got to meet each other halfway. We got to you know still be critical of the of the issues at hand and understand that the positive things don't negate when horrible things happen, but that you know we really should leverage the positives and give cops more opportunity to do the positive things that they do do. <laughs> I didn't want to say it that way because I was staring right at you and I knew you're such a fucking child. <laughs> you said fuck anyway, you. I think in general that's where we're at. Yeah, I, I, and I think I think we may be in a little bit of contention on the best way to start doing that. I personally think the best way to start doing that is change the fucking laws. Yeah, but, changing laws would help. Yeah. But again, I think this is a good exercise for us to do where it's like Okay, well let's let's try to see things from all perspectives and, and see how it all fits into making the more the better, more free society that we would like to see. Exactly. What time are we at, Clay? Uh fifty minutes. That's a fucking Fuckin episode, that's boys. That's the episode right there, boys and girls. I think Clay may have actually said three sentences this time, so wait, I, I got a little it. hang I on. I, I got four. Hang on, I got a little four, sip okay. left. Guess my uh, HVAC, please. Are you forgetting the fact that he tried to sell you a new system as soon as he got here? He did. So he did try. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, we didn't pick that up on mic. We're sitting out here. We're we're on my back porch today, and uh, I don't even know if he looked at the system. He just heard it, and we started talking about. It. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's probably about six years old. That bitch is like exactly six years old. That's fucking scary. <laughs> You've got to stop." But uh. Cheers to us and cheers to you at home. Peace. Later.